Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Hatchbend Apostolic Church web broadcast. In our society today, some, and yes, sadly, maybe even most, question the value of preaching in their lives. But we still believe what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. In essence, Paul preached that God has chosen the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And so that's why we still place such a high value on the preached word of God in agreement to the scripture. And so now I'd like to thank you again for joining us for a message from the pulpit of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. Thankful for the Lord's mercy. Amen. This month we're doing Loving the Unloved. Brother Everett talked about looking for the overlooked. Brother Rayleigh talked last week about the hands of Jesus. And this morning for a few minutes, I want to talk to you, Sister Chelsea's already said, water from the well. Um, if you'll join me in John chapter 4, verse 13 and 15, and as you're turning, we'd like to wish everybody a happy Father's Day. Um, appreciate all the fathers in the house and um, appreciate the leadership that you showed um, to our children, our grandchildren, to each other. Um, and appreciate those joining us online this morning. Amen. John 4 and 13 and 15, Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh this water shall thirst again. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst, but the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. The woman saith unto him, Sir, give me this water that I thirst not, neither come hither to draw. You can be seated. Amen. I just just get off subject for just a second. I woke up this morning with this verse, Brother Howell, on my mind. So maybe it's not just for Wayne. Maybe it's for somebody else, Brother Rady. But Psalm 68, 19 said, Blessed be the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits, even the God of our salvation. Brother Larry, I'm thankful that the Lord loads us daily with benefits. Amen. And I'm thankful that I too have come to the well one time, Sister Amanda, thirsty in my soul. Amen. Sister Debbie, I had things of this world, but it didn't soothe my longing, the need that I had in my life. And I'm thankful. I was thinking about this morning about how that the Bible says that the angels, Brother Kenny, desire to look into this Holy Ghost that you and I have. Amen. Sister Mary, I'm so thankful for the Spirit of God living on the inside of me. John 6 and 35 said, And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life, and he that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. John 7, 37 and 38 said, In the last days, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. And he that believeth on me, as the scriptures hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Revelations 21, 6 and 7 said, And he said unto me, It is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. God will share living water with anyone who comes to the well. Aren't you thankful that one day, Sister Amy, you and I went to the well that will never run dry. Amen. In this life, Brother Hal, we'll find things that we think will satisfy us, but it won't satisfy us. Amen. You'll find that long. But Sister Donna, I'm so thankful. Amen. For that well, the living water. I, I thought about this young lady. 
You know, Brother Allen, when she went that morning to, to get her water, they, they said it was about noontime, amen, and usually during that time nobody's there. Brother Pope did well, but she, she went there with a pot, uh, Sister Joy looking to get natural water, but she didn't know the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Sister Townsend was there waiting on her arrival, amen. Aren't you thankful that God's where you're at before you get there, Sister Mary, amen. Brother Ben, it don't matter where you find yourself, what situation you find yourself in, God is already there in that situation. Aren't you thankful for that? Brother Toby, I'm so thankful that he loads us daily with benefits, but I'm also thankful that when I need him, he's a present help in a time of trouble, amen. You don't have to be overwhelmed, Sister Joan, with trouble. God is right there, amen. As this lady, I just wonder when she woke up that morning, Brother Junior, she probably didn't think she was going to meet the King of Kings, amen. I think about this morning how many Pastor, how many fathers maybe is going to go to church for the first time in a long time, Sister Debbie? Just thinking, I'm just going to go to church so my wife don't bother me, Brother Donnie, or maybe my kids won't bother me, amen? And not realizing, Brother Jack, that Jesus is going to meet him right there, amen? Aren't you thankful for a God, Brother Kevin, that can talk to you, amen? Aren't you thankful? This lady had no idea. She was going to meet the king of kings, Brother Larry. When she got up that morning and showed her all she was interested in, Sister Melinda, was getting her some water in her pot to go back home, Brother BJ. That's all she had on her mind. Obviously, it said in God's eyes, no one is too far gone. Don't you thankful for that, Sister Chelsea? Amen. No matter what the world says, no matter what your friend says, especially no matter what the enemy says. In God's eyes, no one is too far gone. He was a purpose for each of us. He has a purpose for each of us. He'll never let us be alone, and he is always right there. Sister Susan, I'm so thankful. As far as we walk away from the Lord, if we'll just turn back and make one step back to him, Brother Larry, Jesus is right there. Just one step, Sister Betty. If we feel that we're getting cold and distant in the Lord, all we've got to do is find us a place of an altar, amen, and ask for some forgiveness and some repentance, Brother David, and Jesus is right there, amen. I thought about how how that it talked about that Jesus... In verse 4, John 4, it said, and he, mu- he told his disciples, he said, he must needs go through Samaria. Yes. Brother Donnie, he already had a plan. He already knew for the woman got there with her pot and her water, the well, he already knew, Sister Joy, that that lady was going to be there. Verse 5 said, Then he cometh to the city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near the parcel of ground that Jacob gave his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there, Jesus therefore being weary with his journey. Sister Mary, have you ever been weary with your journey? Amen. Have you, aren't you thankful when you get weary, Sister Mary? You can go to the river that never runs dry. Amen. Can't you be thankful if you're hungry, you can go get that, Sister Jenna, that bread that, uh, that, uh, fill your hunger spot that, that you may eat the natural bread and it'll hold you for a little while. But can I tell you, Brother Chris, we can eat that everlasting bread that'll satisfy. Amen. It'll satisfy. Amen. But the, aren't you thankful that you serve a God that was weary on his journey? I think about that, Brother Jack. I think about, aren't you thankful that you serve a God that you and I, that he went through the same things that you and I go through? I think I don't know about y'all, but when I get weary, Brother Larry, in my body, I really don't want to be bothered up too much. 
Amen. I really just, Sister Land, I want to be left alone. Yesterday, by the grace of God, we mowed four yards. Honey mowed four yards. I weed eater. But anyway, it sounds good if I say we mowed four yards. But anyway. Then we got home, Sister Shirley and Honey said, if you don't mind, I think I'm going to mow around the yard. Brother Richard, I so wanted to tell her, will you just leave that mowing alone, girl? Because I knew, Sister Amy, that it entailed more than just mowing around the yard. There was going to be some raking. There was going to be some cleaning up. There was a lot to it. See, Sister Davis, it was more than just getting on that zero turn and running around the yard. Amen. And by that time, I was getting tired. I'm getting older, and I never was very... uh, energized anyway sister terry so the older i get the less energized i am and but anyway about five o'clock yesterday we finally got through sister bev and can i tell you i was just wore out amen i was ready for a shower and a slow down brother keeney but think about jesus walking they said this was probably about the noon time maybe the hottest time of the day brother brian he was there he walked i don't know about y'all but he, he, have you walked a mile lately? Have you walked four miles lately? I want to even tell you about wearing out our grandson while we was on vacation. That's a different story for a different time. But but my point is, you know, when you think about Sister Debbie walking, however long Jesus walked, he was just weary. The disciples said, we're hungry. We're hungry. We're going to go get us something to eat. Now, Sister Don, I could have been with that crowd. Amen. But Jesus said, you know, I'm weary, and, and I'm just going to sit here by the well. But Brother Jack, he had a plan. He knew that there was a lady coming that had needs in her life that he wanted to give her water that she would never thirst again. But when I'm wearied and I'm wore out, Brother Larry, I don't always want to be bothered. But aren't you thankful? For a God, when you're weary and you're wore out, amen, he don't mind. He don't mind, if Brother Ben, if you come boldly before the throne of grace. Aren't you thankful for that? Says Jane, I'm so thankful that we're not going to weary our God, that you and I serve. Aren't you thankful for that? The Bible said he set thus on the well, and it was about the sixth hour. There cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus said unto her, give me to drink. For his disciples were going away unto the city to buy meat. Then saith the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it thou being a Jew ask drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. Brother Rayleigh, right then the Lord took her by surprise. Aren't you thankful the Lord follows his plans? Aren't you thankful that he makes the rules? Amen. The, the, the Pharisees and the scribes would have had nothing to do with this woman that was a Samaritan woman. Sister Manna, they didn't want to have anything. Some of the research that I've been reading said that, that even as a priest, they wouldn't even talk to their wife in public. So, so Sister Boyd, the Lord does the unusual. Aren't you thankful for that? that she, she couldn't understand why he would have any dealings with her because nobody else would have talked to her, Brother Brian. But aren't you thankful for a God no matter what shape, Brother BJ, you find yourself in? God can take care of that situation. Aren't you thankful for that? Aren't you thankful that when the woman said, you shouldn't be talking to me? That, that's not what Jews do. But what the Lord was after was that one sheep, Brother Ready, that had left the fold. Can you imagine that? It's him weary in his body, his natural body, but he had time, Sister Debbie, to look for that one lost sheep.
I wonder how many times that the Lord sent me, Sister Avis, to that one lost sheep that may be in my weariness that I walked right on by them at the well, that I, I had that living water, I had that word that the Lord said would never return to him void, but it would accomplish what he pleased, Brother Allen. But see, the Lord didn't miss his opportunity. I thought about how that we all know the story about Cornelius and how that he prayed and it went before God as a memorial and how that the Lord had told him, the angel had told him to send, send some service to Simon the Tanner's house to see one called Simon Peter at Joppa. The Bible said that Peter was up on the roof and he was praying and the Bible said he was a hungry and he said he fell into a trance. And we all know the story. And it said, it said in verse uh, 11, it said, and I saw heaven open and a certain vessel descending upon him as it had been a great sheet knit at the four corners and let down to earth, wherein were all manner of four-footed beasts of the earth, wild beasts, creeping things, fowls of the air. And there came a voice from him, and rise, Peter, kill and eat. And Peter said, not so, Lord, for I have never eaten anything that is common or unclean. And the voice spake unto him again the second time, what God hath cleansed. That call not uncommon, call common. Brother Rayleigh, I'm so thankful for a God that broke the barrier. I'm so thankful when he said it is finished. The Bible says the veil was rent from top to bottom. Amen. I'm so thankful, Brother Jack, that it opened an opportunity for us could walk in, amen, the ones that, that we was the lost sheep, and amen, that he, the shepherd had come, Brother Larry, for me and you. Aren't you thankful that, that, that this woman was thinking just like Peter was thinking? Amen? Peter said, Lord, I've not eaten anything common or unclean. But aren't you thankful for a God that paid the ultimate price, Brother Ben, that said, what I call clean is clean. Brother Kenny, I thought about how that we all know the story about Jonah, how that the Lord told him to go to Nineveh and Jonah decided to go the other way, Brother Chris. But I love this in John 4. Just give me a few minutes in verse 1 through 3. What I'm trying to drive at this morning, Sister Bev, is to, just to show you how much disdain that the Jews had for the Samaritans. It's hard for me to imagine that, that I wouldn't want my worst enemy to walk through these church doors this morning and find Jesus. But Sister Amanda, can I tell you, the Jews had wanted no part of those Samaritans. I can't imagine, Sister Chelsea, that kind of hatred in a heart. Amen? But I'm so thankful that God tore that middle wall of petition, Brother Allen, down so you and us, two Gentiles, Amen, that we would have a place at the throne. Amen. Jonah said in verse 4, we all know the story about Jonah. The Lord was going to destroy that city. Brother Danny and sent Jonah there to preach that dynamic message. And, 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 um, but verse 4 said, But it displeased Jonah exceedingly, and he was very angry, and he prayed unto the Lord and said, I pray thee, O Lord, was not this my saying when I was yet in my country? Therefore I fled before unto Tarshish, for I knew that thou art a, think about this, thou art a gracious God, merciful, slow to anger, of great kindness, and repentance thee of the evil. Brother Pope, aren't you thankful that, that you and I serve a God like that? That, that Jonah already knew, Sister Jenna, before he left the house, that the God that he served, Jonah wanted God to put destruction there, Brother Chris. This Samaritan woman didn't understand. She couldn't figure out why this man called Jesus, a Jew, 
but I want to talk to her. Brother Junior, have you ever thought about why this man called Jesus saved a person like you and I? An old rank sinner, amen. Aren't you thankful that God made a way for you and I, a way of escape? Aren't you thankful while we was yet sinners, the Bible said, Brother Richard, Christ died for me and you. I'm so thankful for that. So we're going to jump down to verse 10 in John 4, and it says, And Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God. Aren't you thankful for the gift of God? And, and who it is that saith to thee, Give me to drink, thou wouldest have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. The woman saith unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep from whence thou hast that living water. Are thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well, and drank thereof himself and his children and his cattle? And Jesus answered unto her, Whosoever drinketh this water shall thirst again. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst, but the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. In verse 15, the woman said to him, Sir, give me this water. Sister Chelsea, I'm just convinced that she was thinking naturally. Amen. She was thinking, man, I don't ever have to tote this water pot, Pastor, back to this water hole. I don't want to have to do that. Give me that water that I thirst not, neither come hither to draw water. 2 Corinthians 4 and 7 says, But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. Aren't you thankful for that treasure, Sister Susan, that we have in this earthen vessel? This lady, aren't you thankful for a water, Brother Larry, that you can drink that you will never run dry? No matter how many times that you need to go to that well, the living water, Brother Rayleigh, all you got to do is just make an advancement. Aren't you thankful, Brother Hal, for the water that can solve all your thirst that you have? Amen. Because can I tell you in this world, Brother David, it'll leave you thirsty. It'll want more. Amen. Can I tell you, look around and see all the toys that you got, and you just think, Brother Chava, the, the flesh is always wanting more. But once you tap into this living water from Jesus, Oh, can I tell you, he'll make a hungry soul full. He'll make a thirsty mouth dry, Sister Kathy. And that's what he told her. The woman said, he, she just opened herself up and said, Sir, give me this water. Can I tell you, if you want to advance in Jesus, just open yourself up, Brother Toby, and said, Lord, here I am. Just fill me full from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. Amen. Aren't you thankful? Can I tell you, we've got something. The Bible said it's a treasure. Oh, you know, it just makes me wonder, Sister Donna, why was God so merciful to an old wretched sinner like me that God would die, Brother Farrell, on an old rugged cross? Take those stripes on his back, Brother Larry, for me and my healing. For an old rank sinner that I could have this living water. And Brother Rayleigh, can I tell you, this ain't the best part. Sister Joyce, the best part's yet to come. Aren't you thankful? Don't, I just got to go back to Psalm 68 and 19. Aren't you thankful that the Lord loads us daily, loads us with benefits? Aren't you thankful, Sister Susan, there's never a sign on his door that says out of order? Never a sign on his door that says I'm too busy to talk to you? Brother Junior, there's never a sign on his door that says you've been too hateful and too mean. Don't come back. 
Amen. Can I tell you, Brother Richard, if you'll just find a place of an altar, amen, and ask for repentance, the Bible said he's just and willing to forgive. Amen. Aren't you thankful for that? Aren't you thankful when you was thirsty and I was thirsty? Brother Kenny, God gave us that well that springeth forth. Can I remind you and I in 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 11, Paul said, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, or effeminate, or abusers themselves with mankind, nor thieves, or covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. So Davis, he didn't leave us there. The Lord said, no, no, write one more scripture. And verse 11 said, and such were some of you. But Sister Joy, he didn't leave it there neither. It said, but ye are washed, but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. Brother Chris, I'm so thankful that I was some of those. Amen. I used to be some of those, but I've been cleansed by the blood of Jesus. I've got his spirit, Brother Jack, living and dwelling on the inside of me to lead me and guide me, Sister Jenna, into all truth. Aren't you thankful for truth this morning? Aren't you thankful that you and I, we don't believe a lie. We know what the B-I-B-L-E says. Aren't, aren't you thankful for this great revelation, Sister Joyce? Amen. Which were some of you? I thought about how that, and, and the Lord just dealt with this young lady, Brother Hackle. She had something lacking in her life. She thought it was the natural order that she was lacking, but what she was lacking was something, a relationship. Brother Richard, and the Lord can fix our relationship problems. Aren't you thankful for that? Because he said in John 16 and 19, he says, uh, he, Jesus said unto her, said, go call thy husband and come hither. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said unto her, thou hast well said, I have no husband. For thou hast had five husbands, and he whom thou now hast is not thy husband. In that saidest thou truly, the woman saith to her, Sir, I perceive that thou art a prophet. You know, the, the, the Lord didn't criticize her, Brother Larry. Sounds like the town that she lived in, Samaria, they criticized her. They didn't want to be nowhere around her, Sister Lana. That's why she went to the well at the high noontime when it was the hottest time because, Brother Junior, nobody was going to be there. But aren't you thankful for the Lord? He, I don't know. You know, we used to church with a gentleman pastor that, that every time his children would come over, they was lost. And every time they'd come over to visit him, Sister Jenna, he would remind them that they were lost and going to hell. Brother Polk, he never had time to just love on them. Every time he seen him, he just wanted to preach to him, Brother Jerry. Think about that for just a minute, Brother Darrell. Instead of him just loving on his children and showing them Christ in his life and the way he carried himself and the way he talked, Brother BJ, he just keep reminding them all the time that when they died, they was going to go to hell. Can I tell you, when he got older, Brother Chris, his children quit coming to his house because they didn't want to hear Daddy doing that. Who wants to hear every time you're around it? Look, when I was lost and undone, Brother Rayleigh, I knew I was lost and undone. I mean, my mama did, did remind me a few times when Sharon and I was living together, if you die in that state, you're going to go to hell. <laughs> and I appreciate that. I did. I knew. Amen. 
But my point is, I, every time I got around my mama, Brother Mike, she just didn't lamb blast me. She knew I was living in sin. She just loved on me. She loved on my wife. And she loved on our two daughters. And she's one of the main clogs in the wheel that took our children to church that got us here today. Think about that. But if she would have lamb blasted us, Sister Joy, every time I see him, and I love my mama. I love Sharon, but I love my mama, Brother Orlando. But she, she just loved us through those tough spots, Brother Larry. And that's what Jesus did to this woman here. He just loved her right through the tough spot. What the Lord was doing, Sister Jenna, was he was adjusting her emptiness. I mean, come on, church. We can't really say all five husbands was wrong. I'm just throwing it out there, but it can't be. I know more times than not, when me and honey discuss things, I'm on the short end of the right stick. I got that. But Brother Danny, there's no way she could have picked five men and all five men could have been bad. Here's what Charles Spurgeon said. He says, Christ has different doors for entering into different people's souls. Into some he enters by understanding, into many by the affliction. To some he comes by the way of fear, to another by that of hope. And to this woman he came by the way of her conscience. Aren't you thankful, Brother Larry? Because see, what worked in your life wouldn't work in my life because we live two different lives. How he dealt with Brother Allen wouldn't have worked in my life because we lived two different lives. But Sister Shirley, Jesus will meet you where you're at. I'm convinced there's some daddies that's going to go to church this morning that Jesus is going to meet them right where they're at. The Lord's going to give them an opportunity, Brother Jack, to make a decision this morning. As he gave this woman at the well, he wasn't critical, Brother BJ. He just told her, we need to talk about this situation in your life. Aren't you thankful we, we went walking Friday? No, Thursday. We went to a place we had not walked before. Brother David, there was trails everywhere, but they had them well marked, and they was well walked. And We got there too early because all the spider webs hadn't been taken down, so Honey led the way, and she was knocking down all the spider webs. But my point being, um, Brother Brian, is the Lord didn't tell this woman at the well what path to take. He just gave her an opportunity to choose. Aren't you thankful for the opportunity to choose? Think about choice, the power in that word called choice. See, Brother Riley, he don't demand us. He just loves us. John 4 and 20 and 26 said, Our fathers, he our fathers worship in this mountain, and ye say that in Jerusalem is a place where men ought to worship. Jesus said unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. Ye worship, ye know not what. We know what we worship, Jesus said, for salvation is of the Jews. And verse 23 is talking about us, Brother Jack. He said, but aren't you thankful? He said, but for the hour cometh. Brother Danny, when he was talking to this woman, he knew already that there's going to be a door of opportunity open for this woman, this Samaritan, this outcast, like it was open for me and you, Sister Chelsea. Because he said, he didn't just leave, he didn't work on her problem and just leave her there, Brother JT. He said, we're going to talk about your problem, but I'm going to give you a plan of attack. 
He said, for the hour cometh and now is when the true worshipers, aren't you a part of the true worshipers? Aren't you thankful for that? Shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. The woman saying to him, I know that Messiah cometh, which is called Christ. When he is come, he will tell us all things. Verse 26 Jesus said unto her, I that speak it unto thee am he. The first person in the Bible that the Lord revealed himself to was this woman. The, she, Jesus and this woman had the longest conversation that Jesus had with anybody in the four Gospels. Brother Junior, that's how much this one Samaritan woman meant to Jesus. Aren't you thankful for that? Aren't you thankful that, that what Jesus was telling her, Sister Mary, was that, that Jesus was going to make a way that she, as a Samaritan, as an outcast, would have a place at the table? Aren't you thankful? Aren't you so thankful that, that today you and I have access, Brother Toby, to the kingdom? Not by our self-righteousness, not anything that we've done, Brother Donnie, but by the precious blood of Jesus. Amen. He was telling this woman, said, there's coming, because you know the Samaritans only believed in the first five books of the Old Testament. They didn't believe in none of the other gospels. That's all they believed. But Brother Allen, can I just say it one more time? Where the lady was living, God met her at her level. Such a baby, I'm so thankful for that. It don't matter if you come from the biggest house or no house. All you need is faith in Jesus. All you got to say is, Lord, I accept you into my life. God, a change, Brother Larry says all the time, it ain't a 12-step. You just need to make one step. Aren't you thankful, Brother Jerry, for just one step? God, in Galatians 3 and 28, said there is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female, for we are all one in Christ Jesus. So I'm hurrying to a close in John 4 and 27 and 29. I think it's probably one of the most powerful parcels of the, of the gospel. John 4, 27 and 29 reads like this. And upon this came his disciples and marveled that he talked to the woman. But Larry, he's thinking, why in the world? Is just man Jesus talking to this Samaritan, this outcast. Sounds like to me, Brother Larry, that those disciples wouldn't have, he'd, they'd have just walked right on by her and said, you know what, we're going to Hungry Howie's and we're going to go get something to eat. Amen. We appreciate you coming to the well. We appreciate you doing what you're doing, Sister Melinda, but we hungry. Amen. Have you ever, never mind, I'll just leave that alone. Kind of reminds me when Jesus was 12 years old and he was at the temple discussing with the doctors. And his mama said, hey, don't you know, boy, he was worried about you? And he reminded him, Sister Lana, he said, but don't you know I must be about my father's business? He told these disciples, he said, I have meat to eat that you know not about. Think about that. I'm convinced, Brother BJ, that his own disciples that seen all those miracles would have done just what they'd done in that day. They would have walked right on by. Church, how many of us maybe walked right on by an opportunity to tell somebody about Jesus? I heard Brother Chris say this. I think it was last time that he spoke. We need to leave the church and go be the church. Amen. 
We need to be the church on our jobs. Where we're in and out, wherever we're at, because there's hurting people everywhere. And yet no man said, What seekest thou, or why talkest thou with her? The woman then left her water pot and went her way into the city and saith to the men, Come and see a man. I thought about the reason she left her water pot, Mother Larry, because she was coming back. Because once you've tasted of that living water that this lady had a chance to taste of, once you've allowed Jesus to turn your life around, can I tell you, there wasn't no great sermon that she went back to town and told Sister Melinda. She just said, come see a man. Can I tell you, all we got to do is just invite people, Brother Kevin, to church. It, it ain't got to be a great spill. Can I tell you, just tell somebody your testimony, what God's done for you. Tell them, just come and see. I don't know about y'all, but I appreciate the opportunity a while ago to pray for Brother Everett, Sister Cricket's granddaughter. Amen. Aren't you thankful for the power in prayer? We don't have to be there, Brother Jack, but we can just pray the word. Amen. All we got to do is just say, come see a man. Because, Brother Pope, you don't never know what's going to happen when you walk in those two doors and these two doors. You never know. Sister Susan, God is God. God does what God wants to do. Aren't you thankful for that? In verse 39, it's, and you can stand, I'm closing. Verse 39 said, and many, church say many, many. Samaritans of that city believed on him for the saying of the woman which testified he told me all that I ever did. Can I encourage you just tell the, tell the world, church, what he's just done for you. You don't need to know everything from Genesis to Revelation. You don't have to quote all the Proverbs. Brother Mike, all we need to do is just invite them. Just come see a man. Just come see a man. Join me as we close in prayer. This message has been brought to you today by the media ministry of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. We pray that it's ministered to you in some way, and we'd like to take this opportunity to invite you to join us in service here at Hatchbend Apostolic. Our Sunday services begin at 10 a.m. and our Wednesday night service at 7.30 p.m. For any more information or to speak with our ministry staff, please feel free to call our church office at 386 935 2806 or you can visit the contact link here on our website. Again, thank you for listening, and we pray God's richest blessings on you and your family.